Hello, and welcome to the Psych and Business Podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. So I want to circle back in this episode and talk a little bit more about uh, leadership development theories. And I want to talk specifically today about servant leadership, because I think this is one that a lot of people identify with, and I think it, it really embodies some of the teachings of uh, Jesus Christ. And if you're a Christian, much like I am, this is something that is really close to home. So as a Christian, I really identify with this because it advocates for putting others ahead of yourself. And that's what Jesus advocated for. Uh, a great example of that is in the Bible where Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. He really served them and put them first before he put himself. And so I try to live that way as well, you know, following the servant leadership approach. I think nowadays, though, when we talk about servant leadership, the more modern foundations of servant leadership are actually based upon the writings of a former AT&T executive who was called Robert Greenleaf. Now, Robert Greenleaf wrote an essay in about 1970, I think it was, called uh, Serving as a Leader. And in this essay, he advocated for leading through service. And the servant leadership model that we use today, the, the model was actually developed by Sip and Frick in about 2009 and really advocates for very similar themes as to what was in that essay uh, by Robert Greenleaf. Really that, that advocating that we must lead through serving others. And I think the, the approach there is to really become more like a mentor or a coach, uh, someone who supports their employees rather than someone who dictates and commands in terms of leadership. And so servant leadership really has seven pillars. There are seven pillars of, of servant leadership. The first one is to be a person of character. Uh, the second one is pe putting people first. Then we have a skilled communicator, compassionate collaborator, someone who has foresight, being a systems thinker, and then someone who leads with moral authority. So let's walk through these seven just to get a sense of what, what they are and, and how you apply these. So the first one is a person of character. And by this, we mean someone who uh, maintains integrity. So someone who is consistent in what they think and what they say and what they do. Someone who's thought of as being very ethical and someone who is trustworthy. You know, someone who you, you can identify the way they behave, um, in the way that they act. Someone who is seemingly humble and focused on other people instead of themselves. Someone who's not afraid to, to admit their mistakes and ask for help. Um, and someone who really uses their values to help them make the decisions and to guide their behavior. So if you think of yourself or you think of a leader who, who uh, you would consider to be a person of character, you're really thinking about, um, do they, are they representative of who they say they are? You know, do they do what, what they say that they will do? Are they someone who's ethical, someone who's trustworthy, someone who, who is not afraid to, to ask for help and really can be seen as uh, an approachable leader, right? So that's what we're thinking about in terms of a person of character. And then the next one is someone who, uh, who who puts people first. And by that, we mean really serving others, right? This is where really the service, uh, the servant leader comes in. Someone who is service-oriented and service-driven uh, and who helps others first before themselves. And even, even when it's not expected of them, even it's when it's not their responsibility, uh, they are there helping others. So we're talking about someone who goes above and beyond, right? Above and beyond what it would be expected of them. Uh, think of this person as someone who, who helps others grow, who really engages in things like mentoring and coaching of, 
of their employees and shows a genuine affection, a genuine care and support for their employees, for their colleagues, uh, for the people around them. And so they lead by, by showing that compassion and by showing that support, uh, by putting people first. The third one is a skilled communicator. And here we're thinking about someone who can practice uh, empathetic and active listening. So we've talked about active listening before. And so this is really someone who, who can understand and be fully present in a conversation. Uh, someone who, who will ask for feedback and will actually listen to that feedback in a non-defensive way, right? Someone who's actually listening to understand and appreciate what's, what the feedback is rather than trying to defend themselves. And, and here we're also thinking about someone who can who's good at convincing others to do things that uh, that will motivate those employees, right? So someone who can really help to motivate employees and, and help them find that motivation within themselves. The fourth one is a compassionate collaborator. And here we're talking about a team builder, someone who can build a community uh, where, where people are helping each other in a respectful manner, uh, someone who creates that psychological safety where people can, can speak without the fear of repercussions or without uh, the, the fear of, of what they say getting back to them in a negative way. So you're really creating that inclusive culture where there's a sense of belonging by everybody on the team. And the next one is someone who has foresight. And so by foresight, we're talking about the ability to, to have and express that long-term vision with the input of others, right? Not just your own vision, but the vision that you've gathered um, and created that supports everybody else, right? Someone who can anticipate consequences of their own actions and behaviors, the, the actions and behaviors of, of those around them and the actions and behaviors of the organization that they're in. Um, someone who can, who can make hard decisions, who can make the right decision, even though it goes against what other people are, want or, or are saying. The next one is a systems thinker. And this one is someone who really seeks to understand well the interconnectedness of relationships. Someone who is really looking for that, uh, the integration, the relationship between people, processes, technology, structure, strategy, systems, really trying to understand the ins and outs of, of everything that influences and impacts people and an organization. So someone who, who, who can lead the people and the organization successfully through change, who can really see the big picture and incorporates that in their decision-making. And then the last one is someone who leads with moral authority. So by this, we really mean someone who respects and appreciates everyone and everyone's role in the organization. Someone who's, who's, who's able and willing to share power with others as appropriate, but someone who also sits clear cultural expectations and goals and holds everyone accountable, including themselves. And they do this through their behavior by modeling the behavior that they expect other people to, to engage in and to follow. And so these are the seven pillars of servant leadership. And it, it, it really encompasses the attitude and the behavior and the action of putting others first. How do you put others first in your everyday actions? How do you put other people first in your approach to how you work with them? How do you put other people first? How do you serve them to make sure that they have what they need in order to be successful? And it really acknowledges that when other people are successful, that's when you are successful as a leader. So, so that's why the focus on other people by leading, uh, leading by serving those people and making sure that they have what they need, uh, putting them first, 
demonstrating that character in your behavior, being that compassionate collaborator, creating that that team atmosphere, uh, being a systems thinker, thinking about the big picture and leading with that moral authority, right? Someone who people will want to follow and will respect in following. So I know that's a lot. So I'm going to ask you to just think of one of these, whichever you want it to be. It can be a person of character, putting people first, skilled communicator, compassionate collaborator, someone who has foresight, systems thinking, leads with moral authority. Pick one of these and then ask yourself, how are you doing on this on this specific pillar? So think think about um, what it is that you you do in that pillar that you could really do more of to demonstrate that behavior in that pillar. So if someone looked at you, they could say, for example, that, yeah, you're a person of character. You're somebody who is trustworthy and uh, is humble and you know admits to your mistakes and asks for help. What can you do to show more of that behavior? And then think of the same. What is it that you could that you are doing now that you, you need to make sure that you keep doing in order to, to demonstrate that behavior in that pillar? And the last one is think of, What's getting in the way of you demonstrating that behavior? What do you need to do less of? What are you doing now that is is counter or or contrary to that uh, behavior? So how do you how do you identify that and minimize it so that it, it allows you that behavior to actually come through? Okay, so I think that's a lot to consider. So let's leave it there. Thank you for listening. I hope you will join us next time. <laughs>